With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Time for Sports and Other But Sports with Kent Sterling. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry. Give them a call, 317-849-2933. The number I had my teeth cleaned on Friday. Got A-pluses across the board. Straight A's for my teeth. Could not be happier. You will be too. 317-849-2933. So we're at the at the uh, Pacers golf outing. And uh, look who we run into, the great Scott Agnes. And we'll talk to TJ McConnell. We'll talk to other Pacers in, in a few minutes, including uh, Goga Batadze. But Scott Agnes from the Athletic, how you doing? I'm doing great. How's the fish tank? The oh the the pond. Oh the fish oh, tank. Oh right, dentist. and the fountain, and the girls, and yeah. the blob. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. It's all wonderful, Eddie. Thank you for tank. asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is kind of the kickoff of the Pacers season, and so it's time for you to get back at it and get busy. It seems like. A lot of turnover on the roster, a lot of really, really good guys, a lot of smart guys, a lot of guys who love to play basketball, but no real elite-level player on this team. How do you think that all works? Yeah, so that's the biggest thing is you have so many guys that have gone, right? Miles Turner is the only returning starter. We still don't know what Victor's status is, when he might return. Things are all encouraging. Nate spoke today just how good he looks, how he was in for a couple days uh, this past week, and how Nate was down there early September. And that's obviously the biggest question entering the season. And then I think it turns to, will we see a, a drastic shift from their defensive philosophy towards offense because we did hear Nate and Kevin talk about that before free agency and then what Kevin in the front office did reflected that I was curious if then Nate tried to retool his offense or his philosophy offensively this last month since he didn't deal with Team USA he said don't expect much of that it's more about trying to get team chemistry with this with this group and then also how how they come together because it is a, a bunch that is used to being featured a little bit. Malcolm was a featured type guy in Milwaukee and things like that. Versus, and TJ Warren, he's a guy that's deserving of being featured, and you don't have, have as many role players as they had before. So how that mix works out will be interesting. But you know what? None of these guys were Batman. Correct. You know, they were all Robins. I, Malcolm had Giannis, and, you know, out in Phoenix, you, you had TJ and and that, that other guy. <laughs> I don't know who the hell plays for the Suns. Are you kidding me? But, you know, neither, none of those guys are 28-point-a-game yeah. like 
alpha male type guys, and they all seem to kind of sing from the same hymnal that they love basketball and that they love basketball being played as five guys as a fist and not not like, you know, James Harden and not like Paul and not like these guys who are me, me, me type dudes. The thing is, though, realistically, Kent, you kind of need one of those guys in terms of a guy that can take over and be dominant. Yeah. You really do need one of those. You don't need it to the extent like a James Harden where dribble, 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 or try to just take over uh, in terms of a game throughout the entire game. But who, who's the guy in the meantime without Vic and when Vic does return, how will he look? Who is that guy with the killer mentality? Maybe Malcolm, but we haven't seen it yet. I think it's really interesting. I don't think these are video game guys. You know what I mean? Like on the plane, maybe they put their headphones on and they listen to music, but these seem to be guys who want to have conversation and they're going to talk about interesting things. This is like... This is a different kind of NBA roster. I don't know of an NBA roster I can think of off the top of my head where you've got this kind of cross-section, not even cross-section, but these are all, they're all kind of cut from the same cloth, right? Yeah, to me, I'm imagining Malcolm Brogdon like reading the newspaper or, yeah, right. or writing something while on the plane and not discussing film necessarily. To me, I, I will think of the Lakers. I could see LeBron talking about scripts and, and AD talking about his brand and other stuff like yeah. that, but there, yeah, this is a unique thing I think the Pacers have here and and that is intentional these are the type of guys they want but they need a couple of them to break out a little bit can Aaron Holiday become somebody can Sabonis become an all-star because you do need that as well I think it's a great experiment because I've never seen an NBA team constructed like this yeah, no, there's there's so many things that are fascinating, I think, about this group going in. I mean, where does Justin Holiday fit in? Is, is TJ Holiday, or excuse me, does TJ McConnell, is he in the rotation, or is he kind of a, a third guy, an option? There, there's, yeah, and how they play, the style of play will be interesting. It's just a fun time of year. I thought it was really cool watching uh, TJ and Goga talk about and we we heard about this like goga excited to see boomer and and tj kind of explaining how things work and how media day is going to work this is all kind of kind of fascinating where maybe in the past you wouldn't have had that kind of mentorship for for guys like that but these all seem like really good dudes who are going to take care of each other what's a reasonable i know we need to know and i know you hate this question i was waiting for it but you know (laughs) we don't know when vic's coming back but if vic's back by like the first of the year what's a reasonable expectation for this team I, i think about the same potentially a win or two more i think they're kind of what they were uh, with Vic right now, um, probably missing a month or two of the season. With that expectation, then I would ex- expect him to be uh, worked in slowly. I-, I kind of expect the same and probably finish anywhere from fourth to seventh in the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference isn't great, except yeah. at the top. It's top-heavy still, whereas the Western Conference much deeper. I mean, there's realistic shot that Oklahoma City doesn't make the playoffs, and New Orleans could be a fringe playoff team, whereas in the East – they're absolutely a playoff team. Although, like Milwaukee loses Brogdon to the Pacers, the Raptors they lose Kawhi. So the, the and I I really think that the Bucks missed Brogdon. Like when the Buck, the Bucks I thought had their ticket punched to go to the NBA Finals. When Brogdon got hurt, I thought that team fundamentally changed. And I question the moves of their ownership group yeah. there because they could have kept Brogdon. You just have to go into the luxury tax. And I think it's an ownership of three guys, maybe, so you can disperse that payment. I, this is your shot, and you need to keep Giannis over the next couple of years and prove to him why he, why he should stay there. So I think it's going to prove to be a miss for them to in letting Brogdon move on. What do you think about my 
Miles Turner. Like Miles Turner, the way he played for Team USA, I had no big deal. I had no problem with it. But then post tournament, uh, he's on social media and he's saying some things that I thought were questionable. I don't mind it because he's sticking up for his guys. That's what he was yeah, doing. Yeah, he was yeah. upset how his group, his 12 players, the guys that risk or sacrifice, I should say, six weeks of their summer where they could be in Cabo if they wanted. They're out playing pro basketball and playing overseas. Now it's nice. You're traveling nice and, and you're playing against good guys. But I, I totally understand. He's a guy that is protective about himself and others, his team. It still agitates him, Kent, the fact that he was not on the all-defensive team or uh, defensive player of the year uh, final three balloting. That's a, that's something, an edge. I'm not going to say chip. That's an edge he's going to carry into this season. All right, so you've got we, we've got Domas, we've got Miles, we've got Goga. Um, if only two of those guys can play together, who's the odd man out? I think early on it's Goga just because it's all new to him. He's trying to figure but out. But if you've out. got, like, they're not going to deal him. If, you, if you're going to deal somebody, and let's, let's break it down because mm-hmm. Goga's not the guy. Right. But if you've got a de- if you can't figure out a way to get Domas and Miles on the floor at the same time and somebody's got to go, who do you deal? Well, the duplicates. I think more so will be Miles and, and Goga. They're kind of your more yeah. traditional centers, more in the post. Not exactly. They're both defensive-minded. They want to be provide the rim protection more so, whereas Domas isn't a great defender, especially in the pick-and-roll. I think that's something we need to see him improve upon. But he can, he can stretch with the 15-foot jumper. So I think those two are a little bit more of duplicates out there. So those two I would stagger more than uh, Domas. How's everything going with The Athletic? Things are going great. We're loving it. I'll relaunch my podcast here coming up in probably the next couple weeks, and I'm just ready to get going, quite honestly. It's where all the cool kids work, isn't it? That's what you've been saying for several years now. And, and on the Colts side, we were able to add Zach Kiefer here in the last couple of months, so yeah. things are good, thriving. We had our league meeting in Las Vegas while we were out there for summer league, and just ready to go. Perfect. All right, let's talk to Goga Patadza. Goga, how's, the, uh, how's your transition to America going? I mean, I've been here for couple months right now so it's not that hard pacers make really easy for me uh, and teammates and people in the team bro it makes it like really easy like i feel like you know i have i'm in the same country you know i feel like it's like family already i feel really you know really good really uh, excited and just can't wait to you know get this season started how's your health Oh, pretty good, pretty good, yeah. Uh, getting stronger, getting stronger, getting ready for training camp and all, so pretty good. Is that the thing that you need? You need to put on some weight, you need to build some bulk a little bit if you're going to play 35 minutes in the NBA? Uh, I mean, I feel, I feel strong right now, but still, of course, you always have to improve and get more muscles in if you can. And uh, I mean, but it's about how you feel, you know. I, I feel right now really good. But if I put more weight and muscles, probably I'll be stronger, so it will feel even better. We're working on it, so yeah. How's the food? How's the culture? How have you enjoyed that, becoming a guy from Indianapolis? Oh, I mean, the food is really good. The people, as I said, the culture is like, it's super calm city. Like, people really love basketball. That's what I noticed already. And, like, just the thing is... Uh, I watched so many movies and so many stuff. I was really excited to come over. It was like my dream, you know, to play in NBA. I'm right here, and I can't complain. Oh, my God, the food is bad or something. And I really love every, like, inch of it, and I really enjoy every single moment right now. Anybody from your family come with you, or you're you're here by yourself? Oh, right now I'm by myself. Uh, But, I mean, um, definitely we got to work on visa for my family. I had problems to get a visa. 
right, right on time. So definitely my family going to visit me. I'm really close with my family. I was playing uh, outside of my country, so they were visiting me all the time. So, yeah, they were definitely going to visit me. How tough was that, the visa business and all of that? We don't know how hard it is to immigrate to the United States. How tough was it? I mean, it was tough because I wanted to play summer league to help my team. Yeah. Definitely. And um, for some uh, reasons, you know, I could not. I missed whole summer league and I wanted to play my first game on summer league. And that was the toughest thing, you know. But I, w- I was still working out. So I was ready because I was waiting every day that, you know, I would go on interview and, you know, get, get it done. But it didn't work out well. But right now I'm here, so I'm working on it. What's the thing about your game that Pacers fans are going to love? Are you are you a tough guy? Do you shoot it great? Rebound great? What do you do best? I think my positive energy and like uh, uh, what I do on the court, I go put hundred uh, percent, and I hustle on the court and trying to help the team however I can to win the game. And then then the different things come. Like maybe I mean I, th- I think I can do all the all the things a little bit. And I, I think. Uh, yeah, I can help the team win, which is really important and most important for me. Can't beat this weather out here, can you? No, no, it's just too hot for me right now. <laughs> I'm too tall, so yeah. I mean, it's great weather, great, great, great vibe here, so it's great. Perfect. Thanks, Goga. Appreciate welcome. it. You're welcome. All right, let's talk to TJ Warren. How are you feeling health-wise? I feel great. Um, like I said, 110%. Um, everything feels great. Everything's moving great, so just looking forward to the year. From the outside, looking at this team, the way it's constructed now, you obviously included, it seems like it's very familial, that you guys are a family, everybody's on the same end of the rope pulling. Is that rare in the NBA, or are we overplaying that? It's, it's, it's very rare to have a, a group of guys that's on the same page, as well as the coaching staff, management, and everybody on communicating. Like I said, I can only compare from my last situation to here, because it's my second organization, so... I could just tell the difference of the environment and everybody, the upbeat and the higher energy, and it's just a great environment to be a part of. Does that give you guys a competitive advantage, or is it just like more fun on the flights and in the hotel? It, it, does that show up on the court? Absolutely. I definitely think it translates on the court when everybody's playing for each other and playing for a purpose, and everybody understands the main goal and achieve and win a championship and, and go to the playoffs and make deep runs and all that correlates with each other because it seems to me again from the outside that you guys all get along really well does that is that going to kind of hasten you guys and and the chemistry of this team coming together i think it helps for the better you know um obviously you know uh victor he's recovering from his injury so once he gets back it's it's just going to be something special and i feel like everybody's on the court healthy we can do a lot of amazing things the weather isn't always great in central Indiana, but man, today, you can't beat today, can you? Yeah, it's awesome today. You can't beat this. Blue skies, nice breeze, good feeling. Nice. What'd you do in the off season? You do anything fun? You travel? Um, I didn't really travel much. I really just, my, my off season, my vacation is just family and just friends and just seeing people I haven't seen in a long time, just get reconnecting those relationships in the summer. When you guys scrimmage, and this is a, a kind of a new group, who's the loudmouth? Who's the guy who's like calling stuff out? Um, everybody has their moments. Um, yeah, I say uh, Jeremy Lamb's is pretty entertaining on the court through two pickups. Uh, kind of uh, interesting dealing with him on the pickup games, but everybody's pretty much competitive, and that's what you got to have on the court. Perfect. Thanks, TJ. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you. All right, let's talk to Aaron Holiday. How's your summer? 
Pretty good. Uh, a lot of work this summer, but it's been pretty good. What you do to relax? Um, after summer league, I went home to California for a little bit. That was about it. This, does Indy feel a little bit more like home than it did when you first got here? For sure. I mean, I know the ins and outs pretty much pretty well, actually. Uh, at first, the weather was kind of tough getting in the snow, but <laughs> I'm used to it now, so I should be fine this year. A lot of roster turnover, but it seems like the guys that they've signed are guys who are very, very similar to the guys who remain. What's your vibe with the guys who are coming in? Um, all of them, hard workers. Um, I know pretty much most of the guys just being around the league, so I know that we're going to work hard, play defense, and just try to get the W every night. Is that what's going to be kind of the defining feature of this team, the way you guys D up? For sure. I mean, we have such a young team that we should be able to play defense throughout the game at a high level. So that's probably our staple for this year. But, I mean, offensively, we can score with the best of them as well. So. How are you feeling? How's your health? I'm pretty good. I feel good. Yeah? You work hard in the off season. What did you, you work on? What was that thing that you needed to get better at? Um, just pretty much everything. Uh, just shooting the ball more consistently. Defense, getting a little more stronger so pretty much my all-around game do you work with a guy on that i mean you got you got brothers who are good shooters too and one's playing on the team now but do you work with a guy or do you just get in the gym and shoot just get in the gym and shoot uh repetition is pretty key to shooting so just get as many shots as i can thanks appreciate it all right tj leaf how's your off season it's been really good you know got a lot of good work in um but excited to get back get get back to work with all my teammates what did you try to do this offseason? What was your thing? How am I, how am I going to get better at what? I think uh, a lot with consistency on my jump shot, um, making sure that's consistent and I can shoot the same every time. Um, and a lot of speed and strength as well. I'm um, still working on that a lot, trying to get um, in the best physical shape I can be in. This is a different team. A lot of guys went, a lot of guys came. What's your vibe with uh, like the new look roster? It's been great. Um, you know, getting in a little early with some guys, um, starting to get that flow together, get that chemistry, but it's been awesome. I mean, the new guys, um, you know, KP and Chad have done a great job bringing in guys that fit the culture um, and are going to help us win games. So it's been, it's been great so far. In your words, what is that culture? Describe the culture. Yeah, I think just being, you know, family, um, you know, everyone kind of looking out for each other and everyone, at the end of the day, we want to win. Um, so doing whatever that takes to, to get a win um, and not focus on yourself, but more focus on the team. It's. I mean, you've only played here, and this is the only place I've really gotten to know an NBA team, but this seems rare in the NBA. Does, is it rare to you? I mean, like you said, it's kind of all I know. So, I mean, just from what I hear from other people, yeah, it's very rare, but this is kind of all I know, so this is what I'm used to in this league. It seems like what they target are guys who love basketball and who are team first guys. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, it seems like everyone, you know, they get works hard, works really hard, wants to be the best they can be, but wants to win more than anything. And, and that's what I've seen, um, and they do a, a heck of a job of getting those guys. How's your health? It's great. feel great. Yeah, ready for the season. What would you do in the offseason, like to kick back, relax a little bit? you travel, you go home, what would you do? I went home a little bit. Um, mostly when I was, uh, you know, not working out and stuff, I go fishing. Uh, I do a lot of fishing um, just to kind of get away from it, um, and and I enjoy it. So that's what I did the most. How's your dad doing? Does he miss Indy? He does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he comes back. You know, um, and then uh, my mom has family in Evansville, so they come back and, and and hang out and stuff. So it's been good. Have you met his old high school coach, Kiefer? Yeah, I've met I've met him a couple times. Um, in high school, we uh, I worked out there a couple times. Did he? Um, he opened the gym for us. Yeah, so nice. it's been good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Thanks, TJ. Yeah, Appreciate it. Thank you. TJ, excuse me, i got a donut in my mouth. Oh, good. Like, you've been around the block a couple of times. What this seems like to me is a really likable group of guys. Does that matter? Does it matter that you guys like each other? 
I think that's incredibly important. Um, guys that want to play alongside each other, play for each other, and play for a coaching staff who wants to develop each and every player. Um, I don't think you could ask for any more. These, uh, I don't know how much you've been around these guys, but you've been around these guys as opponents, whether it's talking about Lamb or Warren or Brogdon. What makes those guys special, and what makes you a special part of what this is? You know, I think everyone brings um, something different. Um, the ability to score the basketball with TJ and Jeremy and and um, for me, just bringing toughness, getting running the offense, getting people involved, and um, just doing the little things, and, and that's what I'll do. Everybody seems really smart. Is it important to have smart guys? I mean, like talking to you guys, you guys are all like engaged. It's not just, I don't get just BS responses. Is that important to be around guys who are equally intellectually, you know, there? For sure. Um, having guys that are intellectual and intelligent and know the game, um, that's obviously a positive. And love the game. You got to love the game. I mean, to have people that you know want to play and are doing it for the love of the game is just an added bonus, obviously. Perfect. Thanks. Appreciate it, TJ. That's TJ McConnell at the Indiana Pacers. We're out here at the Pacers Foundation golf outing at Brickyard at the Crossing. You know, it, it hasn't just dawned on me today in doing all those interviews and talking to all these guys, but this is a really interesting team. And if any of you have ever thought, I wonder what would happen if you went out and signed a bunch of guys who you felt really strongly about as human beings who are all going to compete well together without maybe an elite level player, what would that team be like? How successful? could they be? I think we're going to find that out. This is really an interesting experiment. Chad Buchanan, Kevin Pritchard, Peter Dinwiddie, Ryan Carr, all these guys, they have put together a roster of really good dudes who want to work well together, want to build a chemistry, want to have fun playing basketball. They love basketball. They love working at it. They love competing at it. There are not, uh, among the guys we talked to today, there are no businessmen in that group. There are guys who want to win, and they want to function well as a group, and it's going to be fascinating to watch these guys compete together. I just can't wait. I think it's going to be fantastic, and, and these are truly good guys. I'm a good judge of people. Yo, I am. I can look at people, talk to people, and I can tell you what kind of people they are. And I liked all of the guys I talked to today. Goga Patadza is a terrific dude. Uh, T.J. Warren, great guy. Um, T.J. McConnell, all the T.J.'s, wonderful. T.J. Leaf, really, really good dude. These are good people who are going to compete well together, and I think it's going to be absolutely fascinating again to watch them play. It's also going to be fascinating to see what the Indianapolis Colts do this weekend. Uh, Pierre Desir back out of practice practice today. It was kind of a light practice, so I don't know whether that's, well, it's got to be a positive sign, right? But it's definitely not a determiner as to whether Pierre Desir is going to play this Sunday against the Falcons. Darius Leonard still in the concussion protocol. They worked out some kickers yesterday. Of course, they're concerned about Adam Vinatieri. They got to have their ducks in a row in case Vinatieri, what if he misses three more kicks this week and he decides, hey, I got to hang it up. You want to be in a position where you really haven't evaluated these guys? No, you don't want to do that. So Chris Ballard put together the workout. They worked the guys out, and so there you are. But Adam Vinatieri is the kicker for this team, and I think that's a good thing. There's no way that I believe that Adam Vinatieri is not one of the best 32 kickers in the, in the world, right? Guys kicking a football, Adam Vinatieri at the age of 46, still one of the best 32. When you, If you allowed Adam Vinatieri to retire or if you cut him, 
you would be saying he's not one of the best 32 in the world because the other 31 got jobs, right? So signing somebody off the couch, that isn't the way to get this done. And what if that guy misses three kicks next week, right? With that Vinatieri, he is a known quantity. Are you going to put your chips on Vinatieri, the best kicker in the history of the NFL, returning to form? Or do you jettison the guy and bring in somebody new? I think you stick with Vinatieri, and even if he misses a kick this week, I do the same thing for next week because Adam Vinatieri showed no diminution of ability last season. Yes, that game against Kansas City, not his best game. Missed the 23-yarder at the end of the first half, missed a PAT too. But prior to that, he was really good going back to December 1st, and prior to that, he was really good too. 85-plus percent in the regular season, almost mirroring exactly what he did in 2017. Adam Vinatieri's fine. Don't you worry about it. Uh, Rick Pitino and the University of Louisville have come to a a mutually agreed upon dissolution of their in, in dismissal of their uh, joint lawsuits. So Louisville no longer suing Patino. Patino no longer suing Louisville. Patino gets no money out of this, but the University of Louisville thanked him and changed kind of his status in leaving the university from being terminated to a resignation. So there you go. Uh, I hope everybody's really, really happy with the amount of money they paid attorneys to come to that decision, which could have been, you know, hatch, hashed out over maybe a beer in downtown Louisville, for God's sake. Rick, if we uh, change you from termination to resignation and we don't give you any money, is that cool with you? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's kind of what I want. All right, done. Shake hands and it's over. What are you people doing? Uh, The Cubs tonight, John Lester on the mound for the Cubs against the Reds. They need this win. They have to have this win. They're a game and a half back of the Nationals. They're tied with the Brewers. They are two back of the Cardinals. They've got a four-game set against the Cardinals beginning tomorrow. The Cubs, they need to find a way to win this game, and John Lester has got to go out there and get people out. If he does, if the Cubs win, they got a hell of a shot at winning the National League Central. If the Cubs lose this game, I think they're on the outside looking in at the end of the season. This is a huge game tonight against the Cincinnati Reds, and that will only magnify the importance of the four-game series at Wrigley this weekend against the Cardinals and the next six games, the remaining six games in this regular season. Are the Cubs going to make it or are the Cubs not going to make it? We're going to find out. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun. That's what we do. This weekend, Indiana takes on UConn. UConn, a 27-point underdog to Indiana, who just got beat by 41 by Ohio State. Man, I wouldn't touch this game with a 10-foot pole. That's Sports Another But Sports with Kent Sterling. We'll be back tomorrow morning with Breakfast with Kent, bright and early, 8 o'clock. If you haven't checked out today's Breakfast with Kent that aired on Periscope Live and is linked to on Twitter, you gotta. I've never had a guest before today. Both Eddie White and Bill Benner joined the program. We do it again tomorrow. I can't wait. Join me. All brought to you by the great people at, uh, at today's dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill is the best. If you need a dentist, he's your guy. 317-849-2933. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. 
Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.